Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of the Weekly Zeitgeist. Uh, these are some of our favorite segments from this week, all edited together into one uh, nonstop infotainment laugh extravaganza. Uh, yeah. So, without further ado, here is the Weekly Zeitgeist. What is something from your search history that is revealing about who you are? My search history includes this week uh, Italian pizza guy sign. Um, oh, I was looking for. Did you see? I tweeted it out. I was no. looking. I was looking for a very specific piece of Chuck E. Cheese decor from I would say maybe the late eighties. Uh-huh. I've seen pictures of it. It was in my Chuck E. Cheese growing up. I'm like, I wonder because now they're you know, they're taking all the old shit out. Yeah, yeah. It's a good time to be collecting stuff. Mm-hmm. Also stuff. Shout out to stuff uh, as with my friend Steve. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, also, someone in Zeit Gang. I just want to shout out really quick. Uh, the last time I was on and I talked about the animatronics and how I'm looking for one. Um, someone in an undisclosed location who wishes to remain anonymous okay. uh, mailed me one of the guitars that appears on stage at Chuck what? E. Cheese. They were Whoa. able to swipe it. From a location. And now I have a cheese guitar. But I was looking for an Italian pizza guy sign. And it does, I found one. I, I, had, I have to drive to Michigan to get it, so I can't have it. But it's, says, it says on it, it's Pasquale the chef. Uh-huh. Right? It said, and on it, it says, Italian pizza guy, I've got a pizza. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then there's four pizza chefs. It's supposed to be like an album cover, like a right. platinum album called I've, I've, I've got a pizza, pizza. Yeah. by Italian Pizza Guy. Where is it at? Is in, that like a play in, on in a gotta de vita? Is that what it is? Yeah. I just know that it costs $350. No, it does not. Where? It costs so much money, and you can only pick it up in uh, in Michigan. Where in Michigan? Oh, I was going to guess Italy. Where, because in, where it's so on the hand? Italian. It very much is. Wait, where where is it? It says local pickup only three hundred fifty dollars. Um, <laughs> only in for Shel- the low low price of in Shelbyville, Michigan. They refuse to ship. Shelbyville. Where's Shelbyville? Like the Simpsons. Yeah. I'm- wow. It's right next to Springfield. Yeah. Well, I'm, who knows? I mean, you know, the Zeitgang runs <laughs> far and wide. Who wants to go on an errand to yeah. Shelbyville, <laughs> Michigan? We'll, we'll we'll prepay for it, pick it up, uh, just package it, and ship it. Three hundred fifty dollars. But there's only but one. They they've got the market. I'm corner. sure a listener out there has access to something like this. If if we as a as a community come together to locate some of these cast away cast casted away items from the bygone old school Chuck E. Cheese. We can find these things. Pizza. Avogadro de pizza. There was a dude on Instagram, this the homie Jacob hits me up and DMs me photos of Taco Bell drive through signs. He's no like, yo, way. you want these? And I was like, bro, I would pick them shits up. Uh the Zeking is a powerful force. Yeah. Force of nature. I mean Do you think he went out and stole them to impress you? Nah, nah, they were uh, like that guy who shot the nah, Reagan for uh, Jody Foster. Apparently, like the signs were decommissioned, and some kid who worked at Taco Bell like handed them off to his homie, and oh, he's just word. like, "Yo, I don't know, I got these signs." I oh. love it. <laughs> Real quick, let's talk about Peloton. So that ad that I was certain had been done intentionally to like go viral, but be bad. Uh, oh, to get like more name recognition? Just I don't know. Yeah. It just yeah. seemed so like the performance was so weird and uncanny, and the just the whole idea behind it was so strange. Uh, but apparently, they have lost over a billion dollars since that ad broke. <laughs> <laughs> 
in response to that or because I know they've been in trouble it's though, unclear. too financially. So they also lowered their prices. Um, right. But that lowering of the prices is part of like also a marketing push to like make it more of a broadly adopted thing. So it's like part of the same strategy. It's like, well, we won't charge as much and instead we'll reach everyone with our amazing messaging like this ad. Uh, what a gamble. Uh, yeah. I mean, again, so many people were looking at that ad and being like, this isn't real. There's nothing real about like the ad. Not to say that right. all ads are reality based, but like you're saying, it really felt like this weird dream world right. where everything was perfect. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Like, where's yeah. the where's the dude who's like 36 and like tried to play pickup basketball and just his cardio was all fucked up and got mad. He started looking at his old high school yearbook. He's like, I used to have it. And then he gets on his Peloton and starts singing to all the people that have made fun of him in the past and about his ED and his lack of hair. He's balding and he's trying to do it better by his life and become more healthy and fit. I think that would be something that would resonate with people. Whoa, 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 so the whoa, ad should have been about you. Who? What? Oh. No, not you. Jack, that was really mean. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, yeah. That that would have been nice if it was about me. <laughs> it, the thing that I've... Like, the ad is so deeply sad. Like, it's, that's... It's, like, right. one of the most upsetting things I've ever seen. Like, the woman... Like, yes, she has, like, a... Like, what would be considered a perfect life on Instagram, but... It also is completely devoid of meaning, and it like just seems like it, she's just finding these artificial ways to like give meaning to her life, and then she's making a video about the fact that her life had no meaning until this Peloton bike was given to her by her husband, yeah. who apparently was Doesn't like, talk. "You are your life is empty." Uh, here, too. I wonder if at the I end, I love a good wife guy. He's a good. That's I love great. my I love my Peloton I love my, wife. I love my yeah. I love my stationary bike wife. <laughs> bike stationary bike wife. Yeah, he doesn't talk. I, I mean, it would have been fitting. It seemed like the momentum of that commercial, like at the end where they're watching the video of her being like, "And it's like so great for my life." He'd be yeah. like, "All right, now get your ass back on that bike." Right. Right. <laughs> right. I gotta go do my nameless job somewhere. Right. To make a billion dollars. I gotta go back to. Browsing Ashley Madison. There. Weren't they like saying though they were trying to prove that like people did like the commercial or something? Like yeah. where they were like, yo, this commercial's fucked up. And they're like, well, no, no, no. Yeah, they people were like, like people just misinterpreted it. And here's proof. And they sent like a handful of emails they received <laughs> from people being like, yes, that is my life. That is, and, that's even sadder. Well, what about this one from Shell Gasoline Sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> and a single Facebook post. <laughs> a single Facebook post. for the spend John. for the spend on that fucking ad, and you all you could dig up is one, one shitty receipt one on Facebook. Supportive Facebook post. What was wow. it by supportive being like? Well, I thought it was okay. Who uh, it was it from a woman me. who liked the ad? Yeah. Oh well, I mean, if if a woman says so, then uh, they're. Yeah. I mean, as a father to a woman, as a <laughs> I believe this is fair. <laughs> the whole thing uh, again. This is new to me. I, I didn't know that this was a thing. The commercial? Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen the Peloton yet. Oh, oh is, hold on. Let's, is, Dan, yeah. let's pause one second. Yes. You have to see this. All right, we're going like... to pause for a moment. Jamie's going to watch it, and then we'll uh, start recording again. Okay. <laughs> that is very, it's just like the, it's just, so she just, she doesn't have a job? No, she, well, I don't know. She, she, came, she home came home from somewhere. somewhere. Oh, she did come home from somewhere Five wearing high-heeled shoes. Are you surprised, Jamie? I, I am. am. Oh, my God. They're, wow. And then at the end, does it imply that she has a son? 
She has a kid? Yeah, she has a kid. Yeah. She has abandoned her her kids who's starving. Yeah. <laughs> her life is meaningless. If you look in the back, you can see the child slowly wither away. There's yeah, yeah no, there's like one kid that's passed out from like that's why and then the husband just comes in at the end. Yeah. Just to be well, like, he gave that's her the right, Peloton. baby. Yeah. That's right, baby. Yeah. You get back on that bike. And then he like gets on the phone to brag to his friends. It's amazing, dude. I got her a bike and now she's like totally hot. She's like, off has, my yeah. she she looks like she's made out of granite and she's totally <clears throat> off my fucking back. You're just like, <laughs> <laughs> was, who wrote that? That that wasn't. And then her like weird book report video at the end. It's like that's the right, other part. Like, I understand. I need like, you what to make was a vlog. That? That, yeah, <laughs> like where they're sitting down. Like it's a, a vlog class project. And bring it to him. Well, what do you think? And she. That's the. I think that's the saddest part for me. Is they do a like when they first reveal that what we're watching is a vlog of her journey getting a Peloton and using the Peloton that she has made for her husband, it cuts out and she's looking at her husband with like such like anxiety. Like, is he going to like it? The right. video that I made for have him. I done about good? How, Can I have our pin yeah, number? Yeah, have I done good? Oh my Can I have God, our pin number? Yeah. He's like, he changes the pin number every week. Oh right. my God. And if she can bikes enough. Can I have financial enough, autonomy in this she relationship? Can, yeah, she gets the pin number if she bikes enough. And, and she makes a good book report. There, I'll tell you, the, the pin number is going to be 1018. When your weight on that scale reads one hundred one point eight pounds, my God, he that is that, like the kind of shit, like right. That <laughs> is disturbing. Like that, that the there's no point in history where that commercial would make sense, right? There, it's not like oh, it's like they're making a commercial forty years ago, like no, or it's not. It doesn't make any sense. She no. has a job. It's a completely she has, new, weird, like Black Mirror type. Yeah. Oh boy. Man. Uh, you know, though, I think if I got married, I would give my spouse homework. You know, it seems yeah. like he just gave, he got her a bike and he gave her fucking homework. I'm like, does she get to give him homework? Right. No, definitely he, not. No. She's just concerned that her honey is uh, pleased with the video. He's got he's got one of their kids locked in a panic room. <laughs> and he's like, I will give you the combination yeah. once you hit 100 miles on the bike. Just a simmering level of like anxiety that exists in that household. There's there's a kid in a panic room in that house, yeah, guaranteed. For certain. Right. It's just so, it, they, a lot of people, I mean, some people are like, it's not so bad because it's sexist. Well, it, but they're saying it's bad because of the copywriting. Okay, sure. I don't know. The copywriting is also bad, but they're saying how it goes from like, a present story of coming down the stairs, but she's covering her own eyes. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then it's a scene switch when then she's, she's like, now. Oh my what. god! She's on the she's on the bike, but filming herself. And now it forces the audience to be like, well, then who are we right. to this person with this perspective switch? And then like, well, it, then that suggests that at the unveiling of the present, she like set up a camera. To be like, this is the big moment when I get my present, but she she had to do all of the things I, I would imagine, right? Yeah. Like, right. Oh, for she's sure. she's covering her own eyes. And yeah. then, <laughs> but, but then they're saying like, are we the, the collective we, are we the husband in this? Are, because oh. we're looking at the video she's basically filming for him. Right. right? Well, I think that- So it's all, as they say in this thread, all her work, dot, 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 is for us. Right. Like, and- 
We are the we're looking at her tormented eyes as the husband. She does look like she's about to cry in every single shot. Yeah. It seems like she's like on the verge of Her eyebrows are very expressive. Yeah. And and like her eyes are kind of glassy too. Like she And then they go and they say the story isn't a personal journey. She does okay. not change. She right. does not overcome. She she does make a lot of facial expressions at us slash the husband stand in. I the think... quote star of the commercial who it's all for is the passive buyer of the product, not the user. Right. Uh, I think that there's like a. Have you guys seen Parasite? Yes. I think that's happening. Yes. That's it's happening. It's a very Parasite. This that's is happening. on the level with that. Like it is as it, it gets at the same like pit in my stomach that that movie gave me. Yeah, right? you're like yeah. now let's explore the house. Let's right. see what's going on. Here. Yes. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Parasite's so good. Huh? Parasite. Yeah. I, I got the screener, but I feel like I need to see it in the theater. You, you should. should see it in the theater. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna see I'm gonna see it today. Today, Junior. Yeah, I just got stubs. Hell yeah. Got stubs. Uh oh. Did the stubs Durante turn you? Durante turned me. I got stubs. You got bit by a radioactive Durante? (laughs) (laughs) R.I.P. to Carol Spiney. Carol Spiney. Who was the puppeteer inside of Big Bird. Yeah. Uh, He's 85. Yeah. Passed away Sunday at the age of 85. Hmm. Was the one and only, right? I feel like, I mean, I don't know if if he had retired up until that point, but I imagine possibly. Right there, there's this this one quote I just read where he said, "I used to say, from him." He said, "I used to say I'd move on to something greater. I wouldn't leave this for anything, but I'd like to keep doing it until I can't hold that bird's head up." Big Bird, oh, mm. Big Bird, you know, one of the candidates or one of the uh, <laughs> characters, one of the candidates for the Democratic nomination, yeah. who I support, one of the uh, Sesame Street characters who still holds up. Like Grover has been fully replaced by Elmo in. Like Grover, no Grover what do you mean? Like in children's hearts? Yeah, in children's hearts. Oh, like Grover oh. was I I, you like when you look Grover. back at like books from like the eighties. Yeah, a lot of Grover. Grover was very Grover centric universe. And I don't think Burton Ernie too. I don't think my three year old could pick Grover out of a lineup. Well, Tickle Me Elmo fucking vaporized yeah. all the other characters. Yeah. yeah, they all all those other Sesame Street those Muppets got drinking problems. Right, Tickle <laughs> Me Elmo. They're like, yo, we ain't shit anymore. The Big Bird is still front and center. Is yeah. uh, is Oscar the Grouch still around? Yeah, I really identify strongly with I loved Oscar him. the yeah. Grouch. Oscar's still there. Yeah, still out oh, good, here. Good, good. I loved. Yeah, I mean, Bernie. but Oscar's such a like iconic, like such a clear representation of. He's the only one who's allowed to be mean. Like, it's like, yeah, like, of course that's going to be. Is he mean? I guess Bert, not mean, but like ne- yeah. have negative feelings yeah, that he, yeah, respe- yeah. he expresses on a consistent basis and maybe Bert, but not really. Uh, so, like, it makes sense that uh, Oscar w- would still be kind of iconic, but Big Bird I mean, is like. Trash can. Big Bird, I guess Big Bird's sort of the protagonist. Yeah, I mean, he was always, I mean, from when I was watching in like the 80s and like a lot of those episodes from the late 70s and 80s I was watching as a kid was typically around him Mm -hmm. learning everything. Yeah. And then other people began to get their shine. You know, I just want to say I was always, I always thought Big Bird was was pretty chill. Yeah. (laughs) Bert and Ernie got, Bert and Ernie got a lot of shine too. Yeah. You know, put down the ducky was a big moment. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, some of us uh, still remember when Big Bird went to Japan. Oh, I know. Yeah. Even though it was kind of culturally inaccurate. He was there. <laughs> wait, wait, what was culturally inaccurate? I felt like there was one part I was just sort of like, as a kid even, I was like, this is an interesting take on Japan. But it's for kids, you know, they like, right. can't get complex. Yeah, yeah. I have to watch it again. People are like, oh, have you seen it now? I'm like, oh, right. this is all wrong. 
Shout but out yeah. to them for not overthinking his name also. Because everybody else has. Well, it was it was developed by like all child learning development right. experts, wasn't it? Like that. But was every other was... character has a, yeah has a name, and they're just like, nah, that's that's big bird. <laughs> that's, that's just a big <laughs> ass bird right there. Ah, yeah. Wait, Snuffleupagus. That's a a Sesame Street character, right? Yeah. Or is that mm-hmm. something else? That's okay. Big Bird's homie. Yeah, they're tight. Yeah. What happened to Snuffleupagus? <laughs> he's still out here. But he partying with yeah. on, on the street? He's still on the block? Yeah, he's still on the block. Oh, thank God. Is You've seen Snuffleupagus recently, like in latter day productions? But not, he's not like, like he used a to. hugely significant character. Although, See, he's being phased out. Right. Uh, All because he had a drug habit. As <laughs> Dave Chappelle said. <laughs> Come on, bird. Uh, sick bird. Uh, all right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. And Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure is 35 today. Yeah. Or this year. This year. Or next year. year. Right now. Yeah. Let's say it all. Let's say it. Right now, this moment, past, present, and future, it will forever be 35. So he's probably going to move back in with his parents. (laughs) Yeah. He's got no help. Struggling financially. They have Uh, to. So, anyways, I mean, it's a quick. Thing I we were talking about Pee Wee's Big Adventure earlier because we were talking about Mr. Francis is taking a bath in the bathtub scene. How we always wanted oh, a yeah, gigantic bathtub yeah. and chew gum that will make our mouth black and have a servant who is odd job from it the makes James it look Bond like movies. you have an oil slit coming out of yeah. your mouth. Yeah, that's uh, so evocative and fucking uh, the truck driver Large Marge. Or, yeah, that that was mm-hmm. like. Probably the scariest character of my childhood. When they did the claymation part where yeah. like her eyes bugged out and shit. Yeah. Yeah. That fucked me up. Man. I got a real bad temper. <laughs> That's one of my favorite lines too. It's like, oh no, what'd you do? You know one of those you know the tags that they put on the mattress? Yeah, well I cut one of them off. <laughs> I got a real bad temper. Anyway, the movie's oh, classic. Shit. That movie is classic. Um, and also, the, don't forget, that movie is the directorial debut of Tim Burton yeah. Yeah. and Danny Elfman coming together to make uh, make Magique. Yeah. But did Tim Burton do some of the TV show also? He must have. I think he did, right? Yeah, yeah but yeah, I think yeah, this yeah. is the first film, oh, the feature yeah. film. That, that TV cool. show was like the first TV show I remember watching. That and like He-Man, I would watch them at yeah. the same time. Like yeah. before I started going to school, I would like stay home and watch that shit. Yeah, what do you I, mean before you, you just didn't go to school? I think it was. Are oh, you saying before you're of school age? Yeah, before okay, I was of school it. age. Yeah. They're like, nah, ma, I ain't going to school. <laughs> right? Yeah. Pee-wee's on. This is all the education I need. Mecca, lecca, hiney, ho, leave me alone. I gotta right. watch this motherfucking show. Uh, yeah. So now they're doing a huge celebratory tour, like major cities, from Valentine's Day to like the end of March. Uh, where you can go, there's like you'll see the movie. There's like a Q and A. You can meet him. You can get a photo. I. I just want to – I loved Pee Wee Herman. I remember my mom got a picture with him, and I had that photo of my mom and Pee Wee Herman. Like, just it's a cherished memento for me as a child. And I would show yeah. my friends. I'm like, it was my mom and Pee Wee Herman. Back the fuck up. And then what was the thing? He was uh, sort of fake canceled in the 90s, right? Yeah. What's fully the story? We, he was masturbating in Masturbating a pool, in, in a, an adult theater in 1991. That is a building that is constructed specifically for like men to masturbate in general. <laughs> a masturbatorium? Like men with uh, <laughs> too much facial hair. Yeah, so ooh, he got ooh. in trouble for being too human. Right. That's what it was. Yeah. He was too perfectly He wasn't in. masturbating. in Like when I heard the story in the 90s, I like the way it registered in my brain was he was masturbating 
like at a children's movie, basically, right. because I, mean. I associated him yeah. with children's culture. I was like, oh, Pee Wee Herman masturbating at a movie theater? Like, was he masturbating right, in one of his own movies? Like, you know. Right. Yeah. Because I was dumb. The well, Can you imagine being an adult and being mad at that? Because, like, I get that he made, like, his show is for kids. Yeah. But he's such a weirdo. Like, you would never watch that and be like, oh, this is 100% nothing but silly, fun, wholesome for my children. Like, you put your kids in front of that because you want your f- kids to have, like, a cool weirdo edge to them. Like, it was a weird, psychedelic show that right. was, yeah. like, challenging and scary and dumb. And- yeah. It's like that, like, avant-garde 80s art, like, 80s, early 90s yeah. art style. Like, I, I don't even know what the... Uh, movement is called but it was like the peak of that yeah <laughs> around that time one of the people who defended him bill cosby saying whatever rubens has done this is being blown all out of proportion <laughs> yeah uh not and to also, mention people like cindy lopper and like zsa zsa gabor and annette funicello no it people, wasn't but, blown out of proportion but the thing was yeah like he was at a theater in sarasota florida and i guess people were doing like the cops were doing like a pervert bust mm. and like they arrested three people and then I guess when he got to the station, he was saying, like, I can do, like, a charity event. Like, can we not fucking go through with this? Right. my career. Yeah. But they're saying, like, uh, there was a misconception that his show was canceled as a result of this. And he had actually ended the show himself because he's mm. like, he's like, it's going to get bad. He's like, yeah. we're, we're running out of creative steam. You know, that's hilarious. So this happened in 91. Yeah. And, it, and the police showed up. and Because in my mind, I can't imagine that. The only way that plays out in my mind is, like, through the current lens of like someone saw him and filmed him on the phone right like, right, right, yeah, right. Yeah. this was like old school he got arrested yeah. by cops like yeah. Yeah. speech style you yeah. have to be really <laughs> fucking up to get canceled in the early 90s i guess yeah. yeah well also like you know this this show how it was it was out there and it was diverse too like back then you know larry fishburne yeah. man yeah fuck yeah anyway uh, he was like an underutilized like character actor in movies people should put him in stuff more like paul rubens yeah yeah dude he was so good in buffy he was great in uh, I don't I didn't see Buffy. I'm sure he was great. It was it like a big party of like a reoccurring. He was like the main henchman. Oh, so he was in it yeah, a lot. But he had the funniest scene because he like died for like five minutes. Oh, the movie, the original the movie. movie. Buffy. Oh, I gotta yeah, rewatch yeah. it. Yeah, I never yeah. saw the show. Oh, yeah, that's cool. I'm sure he's great. He's really good in like Home Alone two or something where he plays the weird like. Oh, uh, that's Joe Pesci. You're thinking? No, of. no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Disney. The company that now is the are they the only company that makes movies? Anymore? I'm pretty sure they own yeah. everything, all yeah. of them. They own me. Yeah, I got a back. They own tattoo. this show. Art. Is it just up on the shoulder? Like a yeah, little, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a little Disney back tattoo. Oh yeah, an announcement next week. The show will be Walt Disney's The Daily Zeitgeist. <laughs> <laughs> the Disney Zeitgeist. Uh, so they want to make an Aladdin spinoff. Uh, off the movie that just came out. Off the mm-hmm. live action Aladdin. So it came out, seems like it came out uh, a few years years ago, ago, but it came out this year, 2019. Uh, It did well, right? It made over a billion dollars at the box office. That's right. Uh, So so they're like, okay, this means we can, let's start spinning this off into as many things as we can. Right. So you think maybe it's the titular character, Aladdin, played (laughs) by Amina Mossad. Mm -hmm. Nope. Nope. And in fact, that dude, people are, he, he just did an interview. He said- uh, people think, ah, he must have made millions. He must be getting all these offers. It's none of those things. I haven't had a single audition Offer, right. since Aladdin came yeah. out. <sighs> I'm sitting here being like, okay, Aladdin just hit one billion. Can I at least get an audition? Damn. Uh, Will Smith weighed in. 
uh, with his, you know, version of like Scientology, personal spirituality, religion mixture, uh, saying the show business is hard, quote, by design, like the universe, God, whatever you believe. So, wow, what a way gotta, to cleverly describe a, like oppression within an yeah, industry. You gotta. Oh, it's by design. <laughs> I mean, that's true, though. It's like this racism thinking. is by design. Yeah. No, that's for sure. That's what show business is. Right. So, yeah. In oh. the most poorly timed announcement in history, uh, the, Hollywood, the Hollywood Reporter published an article that Disney was working on an Aladdin spinoff for Disney Plus all about. Prince Anders. Who the fuck is Prince Anders? <laughs> Prince, I already know that name. That's a Scandinavian person. That is a Scandinavian oh, yeah. person. He's a very white man. If you watched what? The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, there's that uh, plot with the hot dude. He's basically like plays a hot dude. This dude always plays a hot dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he is like a funny performer. But anyways, he he just plays a hapless like dummy prince. This who Jasmine, photo, I've not seen the the film. But just this image of to know that they go, this character needs his own show. Right. It's yeah. as like a fucking joke. He's in the movie briefly, he's added. He's not in the cartoon. He's added to the live right. action uh, as just a foil for Aladdin. Because like Aladdin needs somebody to compete for Jasmine's affection. And like there needs to be like the traditional prince that her father's trying to marry her off right. to. Who will she fuck? The actor is Billy Magnuson. Uh, and he just basically, they were like, we want to be in the Billy Magnuson business, brother. You tell us. What do you want? And he said, I don't know. That Andrew's character was fun. Like, maybe there's something there. And Disney was like, greenlit. So they're focusing on the one white character from Aladdin for the future of, of that franchise. Where will it take place? Like, in wherever they're from? That's all they got. <laughs> they're just yeah, like, wow. yeah. The power of those being in those spaces and being a handsome white man, where they you literally you became a development executive by just saying, "Hey, that would be cool." Right. Oh yeah. Well, okay. Great, man. Let's let's fire it up. That's yeah. like if the next Black Panther, they were like, "Oh, let's make this movie about that one white cop who yeah, was right. in the movie." Well, yeah, that so bounty right. hunter. Like, what's up with Andy Circus? So our writer wasn't it Andy Circus? Yeah, and we still gonna call hunter? it Black Panther, but it yeah. will be about this white man. Right. It'll be it'll be Tim from the British office, <laughs> right. like the CIA character. Let's, oh, right, let's right, make right. it about his travels through Africa. That's who people really resonated with. I, I think that's that was really one of what the, the driving forces. Movie about was the movie was about. Yeah, no, I think but, that really resonated. JM, our writer, pointed out that this is something that's happening with female-centric movies. Like, uh, there was that Snow White movie, and then they spun it off to be Snow White and the Huntsman. Uh, oh, right. With Chris Hemsworth. Uh, the star of Sicario was Emily Blunt, but the sequel, Sicario, Day of the Soldado, starred her two male co-stars. Uh, and they were talking about kicking Kate Beckinsale out of the Underworld franchise. Oh, my God. I, I at least want them to be more on the nose with the titles. Like, in the Huntsman Snow White, I want it to be Snow White Man. Yeah, right. Snow White Man. Snow White's Man. She was a bit like, by a radioactive man Snow savior. White. Uh, bad Mom spinoff. Uh, bad Dads is supposedly getting tossed around this oh town. Wait, what do you mean? That's just dads. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. That's just going to be the hangover. Right. The different exactly. title. Like, okay. yeah. So many movies about bad dads. Right. There's so much advertising. Do you see advertisement in California that's like, take time to be a dad yeah, today? all the time. Yeah. I've seen those ads so many times that I was like, damn, men are so trash that we have to do advertisement yeah. to tell y'all to love y'all's children. Yeah. I get kind of in my feelings when I drive down Crenshaw and I see one and I'm like, okay. 
Like who, who? They got him in Franklin Village too, though. Oh, they have Franklin Village. They have in the white spots too. Oh, wow. yeah, the white dads are also bad. They're also they're not doing too well. <laughs> yeah, that's a really. Uh, there was another one that was just so simple that just like like speaking to your kid can even help. Like even if it's a baby, right? It's right. Like, what y'all didn't know? Like uh, okay, is it I was, that bad? I, I was thinking about like an episode of Ninety Day Fiance. This dude, this Russian guy, has a baby, and his wife keeps begging him to talk to the baby. But he's just like, he's always watching an iPad and the baby's just like in a chair and like not being stimulated. And he's like, what am I going to do? The baby's too dumb to learn stuff. Basically was his take. He's like, the baby doesn't was, doesn't know enough. It's like, but you can still talk to your child. I just need society to do better. Like, I don't want to drive on Sunset Boulevard and see an ad that's like, dads, come home tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Try yeah. not to be... Too drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Just two beers. Or it's like, you got your pack of cigarettes, didn't you? Right. So now it's time right. to, time to go back. back. Dad, oh, no. you got the milk. Yeah. Come back. Come on Come back. On. Come on back. Come on home, Come Dad. home, Daddy. <laughs> What's something from your search history that's revealing about who you are? Okay, and my search history is the movie Acrimony. Mm-hmm. It's a Tyler Perry movie, and um, it's very, very bad. Okay. And I, I, I recommend that everybody watch it. When did it come out? Uh, it came out in 2018, and it actually came out in movie theaters. And I think you know we spend so much time like talking about um, you know prolific cinema and things mm-hmm. that are you know titillating and interesting in film. But like, there's something wonderful about watching a movie that you know is bad. Oh yeah. You mm-hmm. know it's gonna be bad. The editing is gonna be you know. Wow, very... editing. You're coming for the editing. Uh, I'm coming oh, for no. everything. It's one of, like literally there's like four scenes in this movie that are shot on a green screen. <laughs> where oh, no. they're walking they're walking and then nothing's moving in the back and it's like a boat no. and somebody in no. the boat but the boat don't are they move. doing like fake walking like they're just lifting your feet walking. or not even on a treadmill to get they're the motion doing right fake really I'm, I'm watching this, this has taraji p henson like, yes that's the it, star of the movie it was the first time that taraji p henson like got paid like over five hundred thousand dollars and she was nominated for an oscar so tyler perry like gave her the bag Damn. he said he wrote this movie i think in like a week or something like that but and <laughs> it shows it, week. Yeah. it shows the movie makes no sense the plot points make no sense there's a point where Taraji I won't spoil anything but she ends up on a boat but you don't know how she got on the boat and it is very funny just confusing no it's just so it's like she's very far away at a house and then these people get on a boat and leave and the boat has sailed off there in the middle of the Mm -hmm. ocean and and then all of a sudden Taraji on the boat (laughs) it's just like if you want to stream it um, I I hope that you can stream it on Netflix I don't know if you can you know what I'll just I'll give Tyler Perry some iTunes money oh it's uh, Lionsgate do you have the Lionsgate app is that Lionsgate an app? streaming app? Stop. No, I don't know. No, <laughs> don't be. give it them any be. ideas. Yeah, that's probably where we're headed. <laughs> but uh, no, it's a. I think that people should spend more time enjoying watching B movies. Um, you know what I mean. Get on Netflix, watch some of those B movies. Damn um, this this write up from uh, I'm assuming not a person of color in Variety magazine. <laughs> Kind of sums it up as a ludicrously scattershot drama in which overwrote feminine rage, diary of a madwoman craziness, and inept filmmaking are all but inseparable. Uh, the movie cost, I think, seven million dollars. No, let me see. What? It says twenty. Twenty million dollars. It made forty six. I'm so, shocked that it cost winner. twenty million. I'm yeah. sure most of that was Taraji's. Are you doing right. the books for them? 
Is that why? Like, oh yeah, this, this is gonna cost. That scene where they're walking statically in front of a green screen. In front screen. of a green screen, yeah, that's gonna cost twelve million dollars. Uh, okay, one can of chroma key green paint. That's about, that's about forty-two grand. I'm right painting there. the green screen. Yeah. I'm not even labor. buying one. Yeah. Looks like I'm charging money, my labor. Looks like a lot of the money went into the movie poster because the movie poster makes me want to watch this movie. Yeah, no, it's it, tragic. He Henson with her legs crossed, sitting in a chair, just like giving you. If you ever want to watch just like such a bad movie, no, I'm watching. This is I'm it in. is mm, Chef's Kiss horrible movie. <laughs> <laughs> Chef's Kiss horrible. Uh, all right, we're gonna take a, another quick break, and we'll be right back. And we're back. Uh, what's something you think is overrated? The thing is overrated is releasing a podcast. It's hard. <laughs> Did you know? Yeah. I, I've been, so the last time I was here, I also was like, hey, my Mensa podcast is coming out very soon. Guess what? It's not out yet. You know why? Because releasing a podcast is really hard. There, uh, yeah, I've been like so frustrated this like past week and a half because I have it done. And then you have to like go on all that. You have to like submit it, get it accepted. You have to go to like pray to Steve Jobs' ghost. Yeah. And like it's, it's crazy. Well, how much blood did you offer at his, at the altar? I don't have a lot of blood left. I'm almost completely dry. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, this time of year is a bad time to need my blood. And you're team dry scabs? I'm team dry scabs. I'm I'm I'm, I'm a clotter. I'm a clotter through and through. So I don't like to uh, bleed out. Uh, and so I didn't offer that much, and so it's just been taking a long-ass time. It's weird in the instructions that they say you have to offer a human baby's worth of blood. Yeah. yeah. But they say don't, like, but actually no kill a human image, baby, yeah. but just it, that's the measurement. But that's, like, what you should be picturing in terms right. of volume. Yes. Well, depending on which Necronomicon you learned off Whoa. of. Whoa. Yeah. That's uh, a lot of syllables. Yeah, well, the third edition began to define what a baby's worth of blood is. It's about right. two liters. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay, I see. I could. I mean, I could spare. I but I. I should have offered installments. Or you got to fill up a big Maybe old a Shasta plan. two liter bottle. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Pour it on Steve Jobs' grave. Imagine human baby's worth in them parentheses Shasta, Shasta. bottle. Shasta. <laughs> or Shasta One bottle. One Shasta bottle. If you ring a baby out over a Shasta oh, bottle, God. you will fill it. <laughs> uh. Shout out to all the parents out there who this is bumming the out. The idea of no. someone walking around with a Shasta bottle, two two liter Shasta bottle full of blood, but yeah. with the Shasta label still on it, I get a big kick out of. It's not what you think. It's not Shasta. It's, it's, no, yeah. Ew, Shasta. It's blood. <laughs> it's my blood. It's clotted. It's clotted cow blood. It's cl- oh, oh. A, cl- a bottle of clotted. You blood. mean black Just pudding? Mm, <laughs> yumma yumma yumma. Uh, well, from really great culture to really really great culture, <laughs> uh, we we so Sophie Lichterman, uh, super producer. Oh my gosh! Shared with us. Uh, so Ion TV, that that channel Ion. She makes, said that she uses it primarily to watch SVU reruns. Right. Yeah. But they make their own original Christmas movies. And she drew our attention to two that are <laughs> among the most wonderful uh, trailers for anything I've ever seen. They're so exciting. <laughs> yeah. So one is called uh, A Christmas Beauty and the Beast. Um, uh, so the cast is Leah Pipes, Ryan Kelly, Rob Rocco. Uh, who I thought was from like a 
90s movie, but it turns out he is just the uh, boyfriend with mysterious eyes from the TJ Tuggers uh, (laughs) (laughs) episode of I Think You Should Leave. Listen, he's getting work. The man's getting work. Hi, I'm Ginger Holiday. She's the internet's trendiest Christmas princess. Not a thing. We are making homemade (laughs) hair dye with peppermint and holly berries. But when an irritating accident occurs. (laughs) Irritating accident? Her head is on fire. It's going to take maybe eight weeks to heal. This bummed out. Be- okay, so yeah, her she puts hair dye in. Uh, her hair gets pink, and then uh, there's a crackling sound, and it burns a little part of her scalp right next to her hair. Right. Like like so little that her hair covers it. Yes, to the naked easily. Eye. Yes, <laughs> easily covers it. Signs offline, and her popularity plummets. Will people still love me when they know how I look? I know this isn't easy. Her agent thinks he has the answer. You haven't posted in over a month, so I'm going to show them the real reason why. My face. Not your face. <laughs> Hashtag Christmas fairy tale. Wait, what's with all the hearts? You're in love. I'm in love? Wait, who am I in love with? Whoa. Who is this person telling her she's in love? Whoa. Her uh, agent. Sorry, that was her agent and also oh. TJ Tugger's guy. Oh, got it, got it, got uh, it. Who looks like an agent. Sorry, this is so complex. It's really... So, uh, yeah, sorry to <laughs> catch you guys up. Uh, so she, because of her hideous uh, disfigurement, a.k.a. tiny little burn uh, under her hairline, uh, <laughs> she stopped posting for a month. Oh, uh, no. Her agent was like, we got to come up with a reason you haven't been posting for a month. And in walks... Some guy. Some guy. I guess like, boyfriend. Let's say you have I a boyfriend. I'm a boyfriend. Uh, and? What happened? Um, it's just an allergic reaction to some hair dye. It's not that bad. Will this fictional fairy tale become a romantic reality? An all-new holiday movie, A Beauty and the Beast Christmas. I love this. Uh, it is, yeah. It's... <laughs> The fact that he says, what happened? (laughs) And it's like not even a noticeable thing. No, it's like the smallest, like it could just be a slight like blemish. Right. And he goes, oh my God. (laughs) What happened to you? I honestly couldn't figure out what was going on. On for so a I think solid minute. I think we are to believe that in this movie, she because of this small accident is the beast. Right. Yes, he is the beauty because he's the other one. Yes, right. And that he that the lesson of the movie is that he'll learn to love her in spite of her temporary burn. Yes, yes. That's Which, brave. But it's not going to heal for like eight weeks. Yeah. Oh my God. Wait, but then that there isn't time, uh, just in time for a Valentine's Day sequel. Right. right. This is yeah, but she's not a Valentine's Day influencer, Jamie. She's a she Christmas, is a Christmas influencer. influencer. She's no. the internet's most trendy Christmas influencer. I mean, relatable. Right. <laughs> relatable. That's, that's a thing? Yes. Maybe. Yes. Yeah. Probably. Sure. It's got to be. It's got to be. That's, that's what, that was the conversation that went on in the writer's room for this. That's a thing? Like, yeah. Christmas yeah. influencer? 100%. 100%. Yeah. Oh, Internet's yeah, most yeah, yeah. And her name is Ginger Holiday? Yeah. I mean, it, once if that's your name, then you kind of have, I mean, what choice do you have? Right. right. You know, if your yeah. name's Ginger Holiday, first of all, cruel parents. Second of all, manifest destiny. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, and then the other one is called Best Christmas Ball Ever. Ooh. And we don't have time to go into it, but <laughs> let's just say that Christmas ball is- It's going to be good. It's yeah. going to be It's going to be good. good. All right, that's going to do it for this week's weekly Zeitgeist. Please like and review the show if you like the show. Uh, it means the world to Miles. He he needs your validation, folks. 
Uh, I hope you're having a great weekend, and I will talk to you Monday. Bye.